0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Three, two, one. Gentlemen, start your engine.
2: Not at the track, the Hot Pass Racing Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass. Alright, I'd like to welcome everybody to Thursday night with the Rowdy Maglat. Show, and we're calling right. in tonight we we got Town Mark, and we got Kyle doing a uh, football playoff program, so he's tied up on Thursday night a little bit, but guys, we're gonna roll way we're gonna roll tonight we got Matt Hirschman calling in, and Matt just won a big race this past weekend, so uh we got matt call, and Matt has already called in before this year, and we actually got to go see Matt Race over at Mahoney Speedway't that right Town?
3: We did and uh we found out real quick you we either were a man Hurstman fan or you weren't, sitting here, we, Rowdy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, they, uh, it, it, nobody tater you, it, it there track atmosphere. <laughs> That was a really passionate group of racers there and uh got a lot to talk about Matt to Matt about and uh I just hate we didn't have time to run down. And one of the reasons I didn't know if I needed a gun to go down there. That's right. So that was a that that village was mad. <laughs> passionate. Well Rob should I say. They was passionate.
3: Oh, that's putting it mildly. no. You're you either a horseman fan or you were not. And uh, it's quite uh hang on Roddy right I'm in between uh, getting some
2: little gas here in the old
3: vehicle and doing the show at the same time. so.
2: Right. Uh, hey, Mark, I'm going to play just a few minutes of Ty Gibbs there and, and give you time to get gas and get back going, okay? That sounds great to me. I'll talk to you shortly.
4: No problem. Thank you.
1: All
5: right, good evening, everybody. We are now joined by... The 2021 Arkham Menard Series National Champion and today's NASCAR Xfinity Series winner. That's got a nice little ring to it, doesn't it? Ty Gibbs. Congratulations, buddy. Ten wins. Thank you. And a championship.
4: Thank you, man. Thank been you. a
5: good year. What a pleasure. <laughs> to say the least, I think it's been a good year. All right. Um, rather than let me talk, we will uh, throw it out to members of the media, and we will start with Bob Pockers, who has his hand up. Bob, we'll bring a microphone over to you. Bob Pockers, Fox Sports. Well, how would you describe this day? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it was a
4: wonderful day. You know, I, I mean, I wish I we could have won the race, but you know, that, that's a part of it. And you know, sometimes you're gonna win, sometimes you're gonna lose these things at the end of them. But, um, you know more importantly, we were, you know, big picture racing for the championship. That was more than any of them, and, uh, you know, we came home with it. For sure, you know, it's definitely, you know, at the top, you know, like I said, like all my wins, I feel like, you know, a win is a win. And I feel like, you know, they're all in the same level, but a championship, you know, it's above all this. And, uh, you know, I've had, been very thankful and, and I feel like blessed for, you know, all these wins, you know, for all the man above and all glory to him. So uh, it's just it's just been awesome. All
5: right, we'll go right here to the right in front of Bob.
4: Uh, Harry Loomis, Griffin Media. Ty, I was just wondering if uh, Coach Joe Gibbs,
0: if you've talked to him at all today and what his message
4: has been. No, I haven't talked to him at all yet, uh, you know, but I got my mom here and my, my other side of my family. So, you know, that's, it's really cool to have them here.
5: So it's going to be a little different for you because Coach usually comes. I know he's, he's at home uh, taking it easy today. How, how different is it to not have your grandfather here?
4: Yeah, you know it, it's you know it's different, but you know I have the rest of my family here, so you know that means a lot. I have my mom here and you know and I have you know a couple of close people to me, so it, it really means a lot.
5: And I know your dad actually had uh, some other coaching duties today. He got yeah. drafted back into coaching. So have you heard from your
6: dad today?
4: Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, you know, I, I haven't got my phone yet. But yeah, he's uh, he's coaching football. You know, he he loves like he loves football since he, he's left you know Washington. So uh, you know, he does the uh, he he coaches like eight year olds and he loves it and he really takes it seriously. So it's uh, it's funny to see his you know competitive side come out. You know, you know everybody knows how quiet he is. So it's funny to see that.
5: Yeah, I have a feeling your phone's going to be blowing up here all night long. So uh, we'll go back to uh, Jerry Jordan. Jerry, go ahead whenever you're ready. Jerry Jordan, kicking the Tires.net. Ty, you know, when you started, people were, were watching your career and seeing just how good you are and as, as good as you've shown yourself to be. Now they're saying that you're a natural at this, that you're the real deal. And next you're going into Xfinity. How does that make you feel looking at where you've been, where, you, where you're going and the, you know you got a championship and and you're moving on,
4: yeah you know uh you know first of all, you know I don't really know what I'm doing at all next year at all, so nothing's been announced yet um you know we're uh we're focused on right now, and that's more important than any of you know anything in the future and uh you know, I just want to say, you know, thank you to you know all my partners. I wouldn't be here without you know you know every, everybody, and we you know it's a it's a team deal, and you know everybody puts you know puts it at it. And I feel like for me, I want to be a great, I want to be one of the great race car drivers to ever live, and you know that's what you know I feel like. Just keep my head down and keep working at it every week. You know, be the best person I can be.
5: All right, we will go next to Chris Knight. Chris, go ahead whenever you're ready. Chris Knight,
6: uh Ty, I was just curious where you're going to put the Arkansas Championship Trophy, and are you ever going to turn it off?
4: Yeah, you know, uh, hopefully the battery doesn't run out on it because it's going to be running for a long time. Uh, you know, I don't know yet. Uh, you know, I feel like um, I, I want to keep it with the team. You know, it's a team win, and you know, I, there's no iron team. You know, there's the whole team, so uh, it's going to stay with them. And you know, they they worked for it, so it's their trophy. And I'm just a I'm just a driver. Yeah, it's uh, it's super cool. No, I've never seen anything you know like it with lights. So it beats all. of them. NASCAR doesn't have it. <laughs>
5: I am all about the LED lights. I, I think it's, pretty it's cool.
7: awesome.
5: <laughs> pretty cool. So you mentioned your team. Um, how how crucial is Mark McFarland, Hal Martin, your entire team? How crucial are all of those guys to your success this yeah, season?
4: Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, Hal, my eyes in the sky, and Mark, you know, knows what I feel. I feel like, you know, him being as a race car driver kind of knows, I feel like, what helps. You know, he knows what I feel. And so uh, I feel like we have a really good connection, same with my spotter, and, you know, it's uh, those guys have... You know, helped me helped me a lot, and you know, helped me you know transfer the driver I am today.
5: We have any other questions here from the media? We'll go up to uh, Dustin Long here.
6: Dustin Long, NBC Sports. Ty, what? Um, in one sense, somebody on the outside could say in, it's almost been so easy this year with all the things that you've done. So. You, when you have success it's easy to kind of fall back into habits per se what, for sure. what's pushed you how do you when you win and have success how do you push yourself to be better
4: yeah you know I feel like for me like I said I just feel like I'm not a confidence driver I don't drive you know off of confidence I feel like you know no matter how bad the weekend can suck or how good it was you know I feel like I just keep doing the same thing and I feel like that's what helps me and you know, I feel like I just try to be as humble as I can. You know, there's times where I'm still learning. You know, I'm 19, so it's hard to learn in front of you know an audience and from million in front of millions. So, uh, but you know, for me, I just I keep my head down and keep working. I want to be, you know, like I said, I want to be the best person and best driver I can be. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, once you, you know, get to a point where you're working hard, the world is your library, and I feel like I'm trying to read all the books I can.
6: So with with this success, you, can you think back? Obviously, there's probably a lot of family involvement or family encouragement at one point to go into racing, but, you know, there was at some point you had to like racing before you went on this path. Yeah, for sure. What was that experience and journey, what was that experience like, And what do you remember?
4: Yeah, so I grew up racing bicycles, and I raced, you know, BMX, and I did that, and I liked that, and then I did, you know, road bikes, mountain bikes, I did that, and competed in the nations and stuff, so I feel like... I've always, con- you know, grown up in a competitive state. You know, nothing, I feel like, you know, no matter what people say, nothing for me was given. I feel like it's a fighting way, and it's a fighting life for me. And I feel like, you know, I had to go out there and, you know, do my job. And I work as hard as I can at it sometimes. And I feel like I need to work at stuff, you know, like we all see. But, you know, I just, you know, the world's like my library. Like I said, I just, you know, want to work hard, and I want to be, be good.
6: Great
5: uh sterling price with kcou sports ty uh, correct me if i'm wrong uh i know the arca season is done but uh do you have any other xfinity races left on your schedule
4: yeah i've got one xfinity race next weekend my last one in martinsville and then i go to phoenix and run the arca west race too so i got two more on the schedule
5: fantastic so with the championship that you've got now um just rather uh easy question for you how are you going to celebrate uh, you know, for me, I feel
4: like this I'm this you know, I've got a good family at home, I got my dog, you know, I- ladies and gentlemen, direct your attention to Victory Lane as Rowdy
2: and Mark visit with this week's winner. <laughs> everyone I'd like to welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite show winner last weekend at Greenville Raceway as the king of the green welcome Matt Hirschman welcome Matt how you doing guys nice to, uh, nice to join you tonight man Matt uh, you've been on a you hadn't had a full schedule have you this year but what you have had you've been really successful at it hadn't you
8: uh, we've you know we've done a lot of racing this year. Uh, you know it wasn't last year there we lost a few months in the spring, but uh, there's been a lot of modified racing this year, and uh, we've done a good a good amount of it. Uh, there's a few things we didn't do, but uh, we've probably run uh, uh, as much or more than anyone has in terms of tour type modified, uh, being that they're more of a touring uh, and special event. Uh, type uh, race car is uh, not not too much weekly uh racing for the full full tour type modified so we've we've done a lot of racing a lot of traveling this year uh,
2: we got to go matt we got to go to mahoney valley we we stuck up there uh during the Pocono race weekend and uh those people are real passionate racers up there
8: yeah for sure yeah uh
2: They kind of give you a hard time, but they love racing, do they not, Chi-Town?
8: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Um, passionate group there. uh, You know, real. You were a Matt
3: Hirschman fan or or you were uh, somebody else's fan, and uh, those other fans are extremely vocal. Uh, It was really (laughs) fun uh, to see that passion. And, and, you know, uh, and they knew. They knew who was doing what points. You name it. Uh, enjoy. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back there, Rowdy uh, and Matt. And you know what? We'll come down in the pits this time and check you
8: out. Well, Matt, yeah, sounds ever- good. That's, that's good. Good short track racing there. Uh, very small place, but yet, uh, but but yeah. really produces a lot of side by side racing.
2: They, that you know, sort of the talk was any time there was money up uh, up front, you was always on the winning into that. The money has really gotten a little better this in the last few years, hasn't it, Matt?
8: Yeah, I would say uh, the Tour Type Modified uh, division as a whole, and I'm talking, you know, from February to the end of November, from Florida to Maine, um, I would say the division is better, uh, is healthier, uh, is more competitive now, than it was five years ago, 10 years ago. Um, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, there's the, there's, m- seems like there's more um, higher paying races uh, that we've, uh, we've been having. And, uh, and like I said, the, the car counts are, are strong. And uh, it's really been uh, um, a, a real good turnaround uh from where the, there was some decline in in those numbers uh probably in the early um early the 2010s early earlier in the decade there um and I think it's uh, been getting stronger and stronger here with each each year uh recently so it's it's a good good thing for me especially
2: Matt, what is it about uh, modifieds you like, man? You got you either got to love them or hate them. What is it that you love about the modifieds? Because you're you're really successful in the modifieds.
8: Yeah, I mean, well, I grew up around modifieds, uh, you know, so that's majority of my life, uh, you know, has been consumed by by modified racing. Uh, so uh that's really all i know um and uh it's definitely what i you know what i love uh and uh i mean just uh the you know the cars uh just you know open wheel um you know they're loud they're fast uh they got big wide tires on them and uh you know they're they 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 put on a good show there's not a lot of uh uh follow the leader type racing in these cars uh there's usually plenty of uh plenty of action plenty of passing and uh and a lot of times uh you know there's races that involve strategy and uh and there's uh there's there's really uh there's really a lot of things to like about them uh and uh they they just put a, seem to put on a good show well
2: w- what is it uh different about that at new Smyrna? it is it different in New Smyrna, the track, than it is up in PA and some of the tracks that you race up there? What is it that you want to go to New Smyrna and race?
8: Well, um, I mean, basically, you know, the, the lure of uh, New Smyrna for the modifieds is, is Speed Week. Uh, I mean, that's the only time of year we go there. And, and to be honest with you, if that was held any other time but during the the winter months, you wouldn't get the uh support because there's there would be other options and other things going on so uh so it's really uh you know a, a once a year tradition that the modifieds go to florida to race and um i've always said that uh the modifieds put on um uh, some of the best racing that you'll see all year at the and, and they do it at that racetrack uh I've been there. I've been a part of on the track, and I've been a uh, been off the track and witnessed some of the best races I've ever seen, and they've been, they've come at that racetrack. So uh, it really suits the modifieds well. I think it's you know the banking, the 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 speeds, uh, you know, with the you know, like I said, the big wide tires, and uh, and uh, it's it's a good place, uh, really, as a, a good fit for for these cars, and I. I mean, obviously I'm biased to the Modifieds, but every year we go there, and I watch the other races, uh, you know, and and if we're not racing uh, that, uh, you know, we have an off night or whatever, I watch, you know, the other classes or whatever. But to me, the Modifieds uh, are the the best show in town uh, when it comes to the World Series. Uh, I don't think there's any class that puts on better racing than we do.
2: I don't tell you, uh, Matt, that down in New Smyrna, man, that is some awesome racing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. I, I know exactly why why you want to stick with modifieds, because that's some of the best racing I've seen in a while. I mean, we we get to witness a lot of stock car racing, but stock car modifieds two different animals. So Matt, what's what's next for Matt Hirschman? What you got in your mind for racing? yeah so the there's still
8: there's still a good amount of modified racing going on yet Uh, i don't know that we're going to do them all but there's still uh there's still a month of modified racing uh left here yet up in the the northeast or like next week for example um is the north-south shootout which is going to be at caraway uh that's a november tradition uh for that race and uh and then there's uh there's still some other races after that up here, uh, you know, in the, the mid-Atlantic states here, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York. Uh, there's still some racing to go here. The Turkey Derby is what's going to um, be the final race on Thanksgiving weekend at Wall Stadium. Uh, that's another uh, tradition. And, uh, you know, then there's really just the the month of December and January where there's really no options for modified racing and then we'll uh you know, we'll be in, in Florida in February, to uh, kick it all off. So uh after just a little over two months, uh, we're gonna be right back at it.
2: Well, uh Matt I shot oh, down. Sorry, Rod, I was about ready to jump. There you in go, there. Mark.
3: Yeah, man, you know what, there's certain names years with the modified pranks and i grew up in the midwest so i'm a i grew up with those super league my old guys but i used to remember those exotic great modified that ran out the east and northeast and uh your family name was always in the middle of it uh is there anybody going to follow up on your footsteps and uh, possibly uh keep that family tradition going
8: well I, I don't know that but uh I do have a son who's uh seven years old now and uh just had a, uh Ooh. our second child uh we had a baby girl uh just a few weeks ago actually so um oh, I just, yeah thank you um so i don't i don't know i mean we you know uh my son does goes to a lot of my races uh and he he loves his race cars and um, all that kind of stuff uh, right now. But uh, we'll just have to see. Uh, you know, he's, he's a little little too young to tell yet, but uh, um, we'll see what the future Brian. holds.
3: Well, you know what? Brownie and I are going to be down in Charlotte next week, and we may have to run over to Carraway real quick and check things out. Uh, to be determined on that one, we'd love to run over and watch you guys race because I've been to previous North-South shootouts uh, at Concord. Uh, interesting race track. It makes real interesting racing. Do uh, you prefer one track over the other, Carraway or, uh, or Concord, for the north-south?
8: Well, I think Concord uh, was, uh, was a really good place for the race, uh, and, and it was a once-a-year uh, event and a, and a place for many years. That was the only time the Modifieds even raced there. So that was a good special event location for it and uh it was a pretty wild place uh you know uh, definitely uh-huh. very unique and uh and fast uh, racetrack. but um I mean Carraway, it, you know is it, the race last year uh, it was quite an exciting race it was wasn't determined till the very end uh you know that was uh um you know the the track um it does i don't think it's um as popular as when the event was at uh at concord uh because conc the concord area itself just uh you know was uh, right. just a lot more to do and then it just a uh, good atmosphere uh going uh going down there for a race like that uh but uh, i don't i don't have any issues going to caraway uh, i think the I think it could uh, could be a very good race. Uh, I, w- I would not be, uh, you know, uh, would not be surprised at all if, it, uh, if it's an exciting uh, race.
3: And, and hopefully the weather is going to be a little nicer. You guys are getting clobbered right now in the Northeast, area.
8: We had some rain this week, uh, and, yeah, it's changing up here for sure. So this is always uh, a race uh excuse me, to look forward to, uh, to go to the Carolinas because, you know, with, uh, their weather there tends to be what we had, uh, maybe about a month ago here. Um, so our, our weather is going to, yeah, start to decline and the temps are going to get colder. And, uh, that's, uh, that's nice to go South. I, I kind of feel the same way, like in March, you know, we, uh, we tend to try and get to a race in March, um, uh down that way because uh we our racing doesn't really get started till April up here and that's because the weather doesn't really allow it. Um so uh so going down there uh you know for a race in March is like going in November. It's just uh you're kinda just uh, ahead of the seasons a little bit uh um for uh you know for what they are up here. Well I mean for the
3: fans like going for a football game anyway so you know otherwise for them it's never a problem as long as it's dry. but man I think Roddy's got a couple of questions left for you I'm going to turn you back over to him thank you so much for being on Congratulations on your new child uh, I'm sure things are really hopping in your household so uh, be good maybe we'll see you at Carole. if not we'll see you at Smyrna
2: take good care safe okay. travels Thanks. my Brett. Thank, thank, thank you you too appreciate it Thank you. Uh Matt, let's talk about uh, give you thanks to the people that kinda help you get to the track each week because I know Matt can't yeah, totally do it like, on his own.
8: Yeah, it's been uh it's been a busy year. Uh like I said we started in February and we've uh we've run Oh, I want to say uh in the upper 30s now. I don't we haven't reached 40 races, but we're in the upper 30s, so we should probably hit that at the end of the year here. So, uh it's been a busy season. Uh you know, it takes a dedicated crew to do that. And uh sponsors that have uh been with me this year, the Long Island Mod Maniac, uh really just a, a big fan of the modifieds that uh that became a big fan of mine and uh he's been a supporter for a long time and uh florida connection racing another um couple of uh good friends that we've uh known through the years uh back when i was a little kid uh, my dad was racing uh and uh they've they've been helping us this year and uh collier trucking uh again another uh uh friend of one of my crew guys uh has a trucking company up in uh upstate new york uh he's been helping us some so uh really just uh you know a big group effort uh and uh good people helping me and uh we're uh you know we're enjoying a very successful season uh we still want to finish strong here and uh, try and close out the year with some uh some success
2: man i really appreciate it and i'm look, truly looking forward to seeing you down in new smyrna and talking to you down there
8: Okay, thank you. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll look forward to that as well. Uh, it's always an uh, enjoyable trip, something to look forward to for a few months. During the season, you, you only look week to week, race to race, but uh, once the season ends, uh, that's what's ahead, and you got uh, a couple months to look forward to it, uh, to getting down there.
2: Makes it easier turning them wrenches, don't it? You know, know when you're going to escape, and get back down there, go race.
8: <laughs> exactly.
2: Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Matt Hurst.
8: Okay. Yep. Thank you. You guys take care. Thank you. Appreciate it.
2: Thank you.
3: Appreciate it. Awesome. At times like this,
8: I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver, and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts. Because Napa understands quality and value, and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff.
2: And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and
1: listening to the silence of pit road, that I realize. I'm at the wrong track.
2: All right, Matt Hirschman. I, hey, I, I truly am looking forward. To, hey, and Mark, you know, we kind of got trapped down there and <laughs> stayed by mistake. And I'm like, "What?" Hey, I'm glad we got stuck. You're so I close to too, the Ronnie. track, guys. You have- I'm telling you, you're so close to the track when you're in field. And then you're able to move to the different counters. And, Mark, you know, we do every counter, front stretch, back stretch, <laughs> uh, turn one, two, three, and four. I mean, we're everywhere. And, and actually, right there, if they come out of, to me, coming out of two, as they go down to three, because that's the crossover there, as you're coming out of two. But, man, when they come out of two and you watch them wiggle and Race down that front stretch and then position herself to make that turn into three. It's a per. It's a. It's a beautiful sight. And the sound... Uh, you know,
3: I, I. I can't think of a. We have so many great sight lines, and each track we go to, we all. It's like automatically we gravitate to it, Rowdy. We, we go to those spots because we know. Where things are going to happen. Um, there was the year at the Snowball Derby where there was a spin in front of us and a driver involved, and uh, he jumped out of his car, ran down pit road, and confronted a member of his pit crew. Then we'll leave it at that. Was a little more exciting than that, per se, wasn't it, Rowdy? And and, and Nashville or, or five flags. Uh,
7: honestly, Mark,
3: Bigger. I thought.
2: That- I thought the driver was waiting on the car that may have buffed him and slung the the helmet at the at the race oh. car, but he waited till the traffic was clear and he <laughs> runs straight down to talk to his <laughs> He wanted a, an explanation of why that tire fell off when he come out of the pit, and he wasn't and too right, patient we- about that. <laughs> he wasn't patient hey but you know what though guys they <laughs> pay big money for that pit crew and that pit crew is supposed they to don't. be flawless
3: correct uh, and, and they have it fall off so quickly uh that means that it was it, that was just shoddy and, and not good uh that on that team member and uh you're right, Rowdy. At that point in time, they paid good money to have these guys come in and perform pit stops. Uh, I do like that live pit stop action, uh, but the next best thing is what we've got now with uh, control pit stops. Uh, it allows you to get some work done on the car, uh, gives you a little extra time to get that work done on the car. And I think in the long run, it helps make for a better racing, especially if you're in a uh, a multi-lap event where you know you're going extensive stages. So 200, 300 laps, it's made a big difference in the racing on the short track. Yeah. And I think to help control the cost so much um, that having one or two races a year where you pit stop, now you don't have to worry about it.
2: Well. Guys, you know, we're working towards the uh, Gen seven, the car of tomorrow. And uh Ooh. Mark they actually Junior and Clint Boyer went to Bowman Gray, which is supposed to be a simulator to the Coliseum, I would say, would you I mean maybe the front stretch and the back the the stretches are not Front stretch and back stretch are probably a little longer At, at the Coliseum But it's still going to be Flat And kind of So Bowman Gray was kind of a, as close as you could get And Junior and Clint Boyer Was invited to go Now I'm going to cut it up I've listened to it Junior is kind of low Because he's kind of low key You know Junior he's going to low key it right. And uh, Clint's a little better so uh
3: Paula states that he's a little more flamboyant. There's nothing wrong with that. Here's
2: uh here's Junior's little spin on Bowman Gray and the uh, new car of
9: tomorrow. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. Um, the car does everything better than anything I've ever drove in a, in NASCAR. It uh the braking ability and the braking performance of the car is probably the one thing that stood out to me the most. Um, that was the one thing that took the uh, most to get used to. I'm using the brake pedal the same way that I've used the brake pedal all my life, but this car stops so much better. I'm over-slowing the car way too much getting into the corner, So, um, but it has a bigger tire on it, more grip. It has better drive off the corner uh, with that tire. It just does everything better, and um, it doesn't feel, though, too unfamiliar. It doesn't feel too um, strange. It, it's, it's It's got some... Got, you know, it does everything like a stock car, just just better.
0: What do you think it would be like having 39 other guys on the track with that car at a place like the L.A. California? Well, at the Coliseum, they're going to whittle it
9: down to about 20 to 25 cars for the main event. But still, um, we saw Tony step out a couple times here and spin the car out. And he's noted that the shorter sidewall tire, it, it's a little harder to understand where when that tire is going to lose the grip. And we, we, we uh, went through this same sort of thing when they went away from the bias fly to the radial tire. Drivers complained about not being able to feel the tire when it, get, when it would get loose, and they would, they would crash and spin out with no warning. And uh, over time, we adjust and we, we adapt and get, you know, we, we get comfortable. And it'll take the drivers a while to get comfortable with this new uh, low profile tire. Uh, but I think at that race, we're gonna see a lot of guys step over that line because they're not familiar with it. They don't. They're not. They're not familiar with where that limit is just yet. With this tire, it's going to get some guys and, and surprise them. I think also contact with another car will spin the car more easily, just because of the same reason. So uh, it should be a pretty wild show. I can't wait to tune in and check what it out. What do you out. think of the historic of this track? I mean, your grandfather won four times. I've never been here before. I've never been to Bowman Gray. It's 45 minutes from my house. I've been dying to come here. I've been a big. I was a big Madhouse fan when that show was on the History Channel. I've. Uh, I, I'm, I'm into you know the atmosphere and, and catching all the YouTube clips of everything that's going on here all the time They got a great thing going on and um, So it's fun to be able to come here. It's, it's really cool to be able to get some laps It's a very intimidating place the guardrail. You're right You're racing around there and that guardrail's just chewed up and it's just it's just daring you to to, to, get, to Hit it, you know, and it's uh it's really intimidating so uh, that you know, that in itself is uh, was a great experience for me. No matter what car I was driving today, it was awesome to come here and, and experience this place uh, behind the wheel. What
10: will today do for you, though, when you go to the broadcast booth next year with this car
9: on track? I was very uh, anxious to feel and and sense you know all the things the car is doing. I begged them to get me in some more tests. You know, next time they go to um, a Martinsville, even Daytona, Charlotte, I would love to get behind the wheel of anybody's car and uh, get some more time in the cars to understand them better. Uh, with the sole purpose of trying to get better in the booth. A lot of the
0: drivers who have tested the car have talked about their feet. I know it's a cold day today, yeah. but could you tell any difference?
9: No. I, I've, I've not experienced what they have. I've not ran the laps and put the car through its paces, so I couldn't comment on that and how difficult that might be for those guys. And uh, I'm sure, you know, they're they're communicating with NASCAR, their concerns, and I'm sure NASCAR's uh, working on uh, resolutions and solutions for those those issues. The car's still got a, uh, a lot of things that that can be improved and things that, that um, drivers and teams and engineers and all have question marks on. NASCAR's, uh, you know, from what I can tell, uh, been eager to, to um, you know, make the improvements the car needs and, and get the drivers where they're going to be comfortable. Based on your couple of laps out here, what do you think about the learning curve the guys are going to face when they jump in this car in L.A. in February? It'll take, they're going to, you know, they're going to need to, um, lobby for as much practice time as they can. A lot of these guys are going to, you know, have some time in the car at a place like a road course or, or an oval, but, uh, you know, you just you want to get as many laps as you can. I still had a long way to go personally to where I could be able to maximize my lap time. And uh, I'd love to be, I think it would, I think I would need another day uh, all day running from eight to five to really feel like I'm I'm where I need to be personally. And uh, so the car is quite unique, and quite different. It does everything better, and so you got to adjust your expectations of of uh, things like braking performance and so forth. I kept telling myself I don't need to brake that much. I need to I need to drive the car deeper into the corner, brake less, and I couldn't never get to that limit of oh there it is. There's there's the there's the there's the limit of the grip of the tires. So. Um, that's gonna that's that's gonna that's gonna take some skill, but we got some of the best drivers in the world racing in NASCAR, and they're gonna figure it out. I know it. You know, I know you put these guys behind the wheel, and they're gonna they're gonna get it figured out. I saw Burt Myers out here on you know, him for any advice. I did. He came up to me and told me a few things about how to get around the racetrack and what line he thought would be the best, and I went out there and tried to apply what Burt told me. And um, he's he's a he's a you know accomplished racer here and absolutely somebody, I told them when I showed up, I said, he should be the one driving this car here today instead of any of us to be able to help Goodyear and NASCAR understand what they need to do for, for the race in, in L.A. He has more laps than, than anybody here uh, that's drove a car today. So um, I'd love for him to get behind the wheel and just be able to, to, to give them some more information. But uh, he's a big help as far as just uh, helping me understand, you know, you, you think this is pretty straightforward, but it's a very technical track and he gave me some good information what do you think about taking this layout to los angeles replicating basically bowman gray in the big city well i think it's a great uh i I was i was really uh skeptical um in my mind you know if you take the current car that we have and try to drive around this track it's not gonna be a lot of fun there's not it's not gonna you're not gonna be able to get the power down the tire's too small Uh, It's not gonna break into the corner as well. You're gonna slide the tire, the left front tire, flat spot the tire, it's gonna chatter the rear tires into the corner. But this car does all the things that I was worried about. Uh, It does them all and it does them well. So I think this car is is a great match for this track or any track. Whereas the car we have now doesn't work everywhere and is difficult in places like this. So uh, um, I'm sold now. You know, I was I was skeptical, but I'm I'm uh, I think it's going to work really well. The car gets around the corner; it's not too small. I thought the track would be too small uh, for our cars, and they just wouldn't handle and drive well. But this is a totally different beast. What, what was it, was it like, like for you to drive on a track that your grandfather drove and on? I was, uh, you know, I, I definitely was coming here today with uh, a lot of excitement in my heart about my family's connection to the racetrack, and uh, been able to check uh, check a box. Uh, to say that I've been here much less to be able to get some laps here that was a pretty special thing for me personally hell yeah I don't know no no no, no, no. <laughs> I mean I'd get I'd get used up out there man I would this place is difficult and um, and it's intimidating and you know that that wall is doing all kinds of things down the straightaway you go out there and take a look at it it's, it's all over the place and um, I'd get used up out here. The guys that come run here, they know this place. They got to figure it out and know how to get around here, and they know how to take advantage of of the week. And I would be, I'd be, they take advantage of me quick. Do you
0: you have a favorite favorite for the
9: championship? Um, Well, obviously um, Larson's at the top of everybody's list. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be an opportunity for any of those guys to take it away from him. And uh, somebody's gonna look really smart if they pick another driver, and, 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 and that driver wins. But I, I mean, you, you, you got to say Larson looks like the best guy out there right now. Um, you know, uh, I thought the Penske cars had good speed at Phoenix the last several times we've been there. So uh, if Blaney can somehow, you know, get through Martinsville, uh, I think he could have a good opportunity to to go to to Phoenix and perform well. But. Um, it's going to be hard to beat that five car. He's just so good. The car's great. The Chevys are great. The engines are great. Everything they everything that they need to be quick is there. Plus, they might have the best race car driver in the series behind the wheel, so it's going to be tough to be in. What do you think about last the last question? Fight line? Fight line. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I really didn't have enough laps to to, to, to file any complaints, to be honest with you. you know, I'm sure if I drove the car at a test, or in a pack, uh, if I could get to Daytona with, with some guys and run in a pack, and, well, I can't see this, I can't see that, I'd love to do this and that, and move this, um, I, the seat's pretty low, uh, but, you know, I, I, at a short track, i kinda like to be able to see uh, a little higher, but um, I, I didn't notice anything, I really, uh, not to say that it's all great, uh, I just didn't run enough laps to really get to that point.
2: Man, that, that was awesome, Mark.
3: Rowdy, I can really. tell you how much I enjoyed listening
2: to that. Well, you're you know, you're you need to
3: listen to this.
2: <clears throat> that 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 right there, Junior, uh, kind of sold me. I like the break package. Uh, he, he he went from a skip ticket. Los Angeles Coliseum to a believer. He says this car does so much more than the well, other one would would do at that track. You
3: know, uh, like you said earlier, Rowdy, uh, the closest we could get here probably on East Coast is Bowman Gray to what they're going to be running at the Coliseum. So, ha, uh, <laughs> ha, Uh, Maybe it's going to be a better race than we all think, and uh, I have a feeling, Rowdy, uh, we won't be out in Los Angeles for that, unfortunately. Of course, you never know. Something may happen, but uh, we'll be tucked up somewhere uh, comfortable and nice, and uh, maybe enjoying an adult coverage and watching it on the big screen, and uh, that'll be a nice change
2: of pace, too. I'm kind of looking to look forward to that. Well, I see a trip to Daytona for Junior. And, uh, hey, it's, those sight lines is real important. And, and like he said, you don't know that till you get in with a pack of cars. And you start running right. with a pack, then you can see your sight lines. So, I, guys, I got one more of uh, Clint Boyer. Actually, I have more, but uh, the next one's Clint Boyer. It's uh five minutes and 15 seconds. This was at Bowman Gray also. So Junior and Clint right. were there.
1: Lay it down, it's this is awesome. I tell you, I was, you know, first and foremost, I was glad that I got asked to come out here and do this. I wanted, Dale and I both had been talking about this. Felt like we needed to, you know, have that first-hand feel of what this next-gen car was all about. Talk to a lot of the drivers about it. Um, very impressed. Very impressed with the, the grip level, the brake, uh, you know, braking power. Um, the tire that Goodyear chose for this. I'm glad again that I got to come out here to Bowman Gray. I'm, I live in Winston, guys. I wanted to, I've never been here. I've, I've been here a lot in the grandstands up there in that beer garden more than than any seat. But uh, I wanted to come out here and turn some laps but, again for that. And then going to this Coliseum, going to this first opportunity of the next gen car something new for our sport, you know, I, I want it to be good for, all, for everybody, and, and I think this is a good good uh, test for that. Man, I'm telling you, close racing quarters out there. These guys, there's going to be some hurt, hurt feelings leaving that LA racetrack out there. Um, going to be some corners we all want to see that, but I think there's going to be some, you know, good racing just like we've seen over here over the years.
9: All.
1: Have you ever heard of the Madhouse? We've heard of the Madhouse, right? <laughs> Bowman Gray Stadium. I don't. They may have to make a new nickname for the LA Coliseum out there. We might turn that into a madhouse, huh? Do the car need? need. I think it needs me in it. I want to enter that race. That's what I want to do. You know, it's been a year, almost exactly a year since I've been in the car. Got out in Phoenix and just really haven't had the need. I had a blast doing TV and wanted to take some time off with the kids and the family, and we did that. you know it was, it was timing was right to so come back out here and have some fun it felt good um tony's seat is a little too big but uh i was walling around a little bit and um may need to put a different seat in it The steering wheel is too far away i don't know why that was adjusted either tony but um we had a lot of fun out here today and i think it's uh it'll go a long way to putting a good show on at that coliseum it's very important to, to make sure you got the grip level right for those guys that go out and do what they do. You mentioned the T V side, how much is this gonna help you with there? Oh a lot. I mean, you know, the shifting, you know I didn't know they were in second gear. That's a new one for me, bud. Even on a track like Martinsville, you're in fourth gear. Give me high gear, right? So I went out there and just put it in fourth gear. I was, I was actually practicing shipping because the shifter is so much different than what we had. But, um, you know, the brakes are phenomenal. That's something that, that caught me off guard. They're a little bit better than what we had. Part of that is the brake package. Part of that is just the car itself the suspension components in that, uh, you know, uh, that. Uh, and then the tire. Tires wider, uh, quite a bit wider, the inch and a half wider than what we had last year. So that much more rubber on the racetrack, more grip for those guys that go out and do business. Can you
5: envision how this car is going to race today, next year? I don't think yeah. it'll look
1: like that when no. they leave the LA Coliseum. Yeah. I can envision that, if that helps. But I think no, I can. I mean, obviously from Bowman yeah. Gray, I can envision what it would leave here like. But um, you know, the mile and a half and stuff like that. They're gonna. I think there's a there's a uh, Chicago, uh, Charlotte test. That is on a schedule. I'm looking forward to seeing what those guys do, because I do believe they need to get all these cars out on the racetrack and see what they're going to do. I know they did that at Daytona, had a good test down there, and I feel like those bread-and-butter mile-and-a-half racetracks, we need to gain a little bit. They need to be more entertaining and more exciting, and we need to lean on this car to give that to us. You mentioned that the tires are a little bit wider. Yeah. How much of an adjustment it won't be I mean there's nothing that, like in the car you make an adjustment it just has more grip you know um, how you manage that grip you know when we're talking about specific to the LA Coliseum and this opportunity for the class there's not going to be a whole lot of management and there's not going to be any give it's going to be all take Take as much as you can out of that race car, and, and take as much as you can out of the competition. And I think that that's going to be that recipe that we're looking for for entertainment out there. You know, you start going into the mile and a half, the short tracks, and things like that, where you got to manage those tires. That's what I'll, you know, be curious to look at as we go into the season next year, for sure.
9: A lot of history in this track. Yeah. So you know, uh, talk a little bit about how what. It was- part of that history and be out there on this
1: track. Just super excited to uh you know, to get on this racetrack again. Man <laughs> Every time I'm here I'm up there in the beer garden having fun with everybody, my buddies that that are from Winston Salem and Love this racetrack. Love the atmosphere. The fans, man. no different than any NASCAR track. Uh, this is the oldest one. And it all started in places just like this. And, and it's because of those fans why it's still here today. The size of this racetrack, the closest to the competition, the wall out of the turn four. It like, look at that. It's like six feet far. I didn't know. When you're up there in a the beer garden, you can't see that. I know they always look <laughs> right there, but now I know why. That wall jumps out and gets you, and I was like, whatever you do in front of this camera, and everybody here, the media, don't hit that wall and make that mistake, but I didn't do that. I was like a half a second faster than junior, and I hung a few tents on smoke. I'm happy. <laughs> Welcome
2: back, Kyle. You missed Matt, but Matt Hirschman was absolutely wonderful. How's it going, Kyle? It's going all right. How are you guys doing? We've been rolling,
3: man. Are we in the green room?
2: No, we're live, Kyle. Kyle we're Magnum. Live. Okay. live from the playoffs.
11: Yeah, I'm, at, I'm at a okay. high school football game right now. It's halftime, and I'm trying to call into the show, trying to find a quiet spot so I can talk for a few minutes.
2: Well, Kyle, well, since, since, you, since you called in, let's talk a little bit about uh, – Martinsville
11: and the three series that are coming there. Yeah, it's going to be a busy uh, night I mean, in a couple of days in Martinsville. You've got the truck series and the Xfinity series for a doubleheader on Saturday, 1 o'clock Eastern for the truck race on FS1, 6 o'clock Eastern on NBCSN for the 250-lap uh, Xfinity race, and then you have the Xfinity 500 on Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock Eastern. On NBC. So, uh, guys, I don't know if you guys saw it or talked about it. The 2022 Arkham Menard Series schedule is out. Um, oh! I sent it to Rowdy, and I'm surprised folks. you guys didn't see it. If you haven't seen it yet, it is out, and uh, there are a lot of a lot of the very interesting schedule, to say the least.
3: Wow. Thank you, Kyle. Thank it's, you, I'm um, really glad.
5: Cool, cool, it's funny, cool, I'm not man.
11: even at a racetrack, and I got that. But um, they were going to end I, – I, I, I I'm not going to try to spoil anything, but they are ending the season at Toledo. You heard that right. They're wow. ending the 2022 season at Toledo in October. so I
3: like that
11: um Wait Well, you know, nothing
3: Toledo's a lot closer.
11: Well, I mean, it's their, in their backyard, and uh, they, they placed it right finally, it looks like, and uh, Pocono will be back on the Friday of the weekend. The uh, you know, General Tire hashtag anywhere is possible, 200. Hopefully, you know, that'll be back. Uh, Mid-Ohio returns. Um, I don't have it in front of me. Daytona, Talladega, two races of Kansas. Milwaukee. Uh, Iowa. Sa- Salem.
2: The coin. Uh, Kansas, Bristol, Salem, Toledo. So really it reads, uh, guys, it reads Daytona, Phoenix, Talladega, Kansas, Charlotte, Iowa, Berlin, Elko, Mid-Ohio, Pocono, Lucas Oil, Michigan, Watkins Glen, Springfield, Milwaukee, DeCoin, Kansas, Bristol, Salem, Delay
3: Wow. Well, I can tell you that which ones right off the top of my head are probably going to be track enterprise uh, events. But, uh, no, because I've been on the road, I've missed all that good news. So, thank you so much, guys, for sharing it with me. I appreciate it. I'm excited. Uh, I want to see it, of course, live so I can figure out what's what, uh, who's covering what. But, uh Wow, Rowdy, that comes just in time for you and I to sit down and work on a type of schedule for ourselves next season and what we want to offer
2: everybody. Yep, finally come out. And I think I'll...
3: sometime tomorrow we're going to have grab Kyle and have a little conference call with that. But hey, guys, exciting, exciting news. Thank you, Kyle.
2: Kyle, I like that Toledo
11: a lot better than I do Cain. (laughs) I don't know why. Charlie Kroll liked our tweet. I just want to say, uh, hopefully the Matt Hirschman uh, thing went well tonight. Um, I reminded him to call him at 710. Everything went perfect. uh, And uh, also, um, right now I'm working with with Charlie at ARCA to try to get ARCA West driver on the show next week, Uh, one of the championship drivers, hopefully. Um, to preview that race. um, We need some some press for that race. 36 cars on the entry list for the 100-lap race. You know, Ty Gibbs, Daniel Dye, uh, Parker Chase, Drew Dollar, Tony Breidinger, Rajah Karuth, and the list just keeps going and going. So, uh, yeah, it's a really stacked entry list for that race. And, uh, you know, a lot of good cars going to be in that race. We have an ARCA West Championship to decide. And, you know, six points between the top five drivers is just amazing. Uh so yeah, you have that as well. So, um yeah, we're we're hoping to get a driver on next week and uh still in the works, but uh we'll we will let you know as soon as I know.
2: Kyle, uh appreciate you calling in, man. I know you hated to miss Matt and uh but Hey, he's still racing. He still has some more races left, so you may catch a race or two. I, I told him I was looking forward to new Smyrna. Well, the uh,
11: depending on this weather, weekend's weather forecast, which isn't looking very good on Mahoney, we'll probably not get in. but. There's a rain date for next Saturday, so uh, we don't get to race Saturday. That's okay, you know, so we have November 6th. And you know what? It would be a nice nice break in the action in between NASCAR Championship Weekend at Phoenix. So, uh, you know, four champions going to be crowned at Phoenix. The trucks, ARCA West, Xfinity and Cup. I mean, four good trucks, probably going to be four good battles for the title. So, uh, really looking forward to it and, uh, you know, I don't know what the rest of my season's looking like. Like I said, Mahoning for the fall brawl. Already told Dino I'm going regardless. And uh, I don't know about bats on November 13th. I'm still working. That's that's still to be worked out. Um, I missed I missed $15 tickets the other day. They were half off. But you know you don't know what the you don't know what the online stuff there could be fees and stuff. But that, you know, but uh, we'll see. You know, it's gonna be 358 modified as well. So uh, you probably get Davey Salmon, then you will get. Uh, get all the other guys all the Craig Van Dorn you'll probably get guys like that show up Brett Kressley uh the dirt modified fun a good show and uh you know I, I I tried to get somebody to talk about uh Eastern States weekend unfortunately we couldn't get them on tonight but um you know I had a good time Sunday and uh Matt Shepard came out with the win uh in the 60th race there so uh nice to nice to get some dirt in and uh, you know I'll be back on the asphalt here shortly, if not Saturday next Saturday, and uh, I'm gonna look to wrap up the season and get ready for next year.
2: Kyle, it's gonna be hopefully a very exciting season. I'm looking forward to it. But right now we got to get rid of the, uh, and it's not in a bad way to get rid of, but we got to knock out the All American 400 and then the Snowball Derby, uh, and then banquets and all right so at the and, same time. And
3: we've got, we got that little jaunt down to Charlotte for the dirt track racing, too, Rowdy. So, yeah, that's we got a nice round out going out at the end of the year. We
2: asphalt,
3: dirt, and then asphalt. Uh, it was dirt, asphalt, dirt. That'd be fine, too, but it is what it is And uh, is. I'm telling you what, I get home, I'm going to do a little work and see what it is the if it's close enough for us to go to Caraway, possibly Friday or Saturday, and check out some of that action, Rowdy. So we'll figure that one out as it approaches.
2: Hey, Kyle, what you got for us, man, because we're fixing to get out of here. Yeah, you well, get guys, back we back to the fall ball high. coming up in Mahoning. Yep.
11: And, uh, you know, i got this high school football game, which is tied at seven right now at halftime. And, uh, you know, getting a little chilly out here. I'm in a nice warm press box, so no no issues there. And uh, looking forward to Mahoning. You know, if it doesn't get in Saturday, that's okay. You know, we have next Saturday. So, uh, like I said, Mahoning, Bats, hopefully. Maybe Wall Stadium for the Turkey Derby. I don't know yet. We haven't gotten that far. But we'll uh, we'll see how the rest of the year goes. And, like I said, get ready for next year and get my schedule out and figure out where I'm going. We've got a
2: lot of racing to do. Satan.
3: Woo, rowdy. Well, we're shortly going to be in our destination in Nashville coming up. Uh, weather's gonna play havoc, I think, a little bit early in the weekend, but it's supposed to go out and I think we'll get all the racing in. Uh, we've got some big names in the pros and the super late mile division. And we got some really great races coming up between the uh uh, the street stocks and, and the local guys going for their championships, not only on the quarter mile track, if you're gonna be around, check that quarter mile track racing out routing. We had so much fun last time we were there watching it. I can see it's gonna be pretty much the same thing this time. Very yeah. enjoyable. A lot of fun, action there Everybody else will be on that big track, multiple divisions and uh Track Enterprises that seem to take a little step each year, Rowdy, uh, and, and making this a bigger and bigger event. Uh, they've done a fantastic job. Uh, looking forward to seeing our friends in uh, uh, Greg McCarron is going to be there. The Bryant's will be there from Five uh, Flags, and Tim. So, woo! We have a lot of people. A lot of people talk with. A lot of interviews to do. And uh, I got the tape recorder with me, Roddy, so uh, we'll go out, we'll, we'll get some live stuff this weekend, uh, broadcast later on the week and later in the year. Wow.
5: Uh, Smart. We'll-
3: hey, the, the light Shining bright. It's shining really bright on Nashville this weekend. The so Monday night, or you never know, we might do a quick pop-up this weekend. But we'll be around Monday night. It's light shining bright. Roddy.
2: Kyle, thanks, guys. We'll see ya. All right, guys. Hey, it's all happening this weekend at Nashville Speedway, the fairgrounds. Come out, Kid Rock, grab that VIP special they guy. Go up there and hang out. Uh, Supposedly, it's going to be just like you walked into one of their establishments downstairs. They've got bartenders. (laughs) They've got bringing their cooks. It's going to be one great. Just dress for it and come on out and have fun. All right, Mark, I'm going to play this well, next driver, and then we're going to be gone from Dr. here. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Keep that God light sir, shining.
3: Go ahead and you and Mark, I'll have it light shining bright for you and Mark. See yeah.
10: We are going to get right into questions here for Martin. If you know you're going to have a question, please raise your hand. And um, we will kick things off with Bob Ponkers. Go ahead, Bob.
0: Yeah, Martin, I'm curious. After do- testing the next-gen car over the weekend, over the last couple of days, are you looking forward to this challenge of trying to figure it out or dreading it?
7: Yeah, I mean, uh, challenges are always fun, I guess, it's part of uh, – part of everything you do in life. part of racing. So, um, definitely going to be, uh, you know, a lot of steep learning curve, a big learning process. Um, everything's so different on the car. So, you know, the last two days, uh, at Charlotte, you know, we're able to do a lot, try a lot of things. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff in NASCAR wanted obviously for us to drive, but also, uh, throwing a lot of big setup stuff at it, just trying to figure it out. So, um, I feel like we definitely learned a lot and, um, there's going to be a lot more to learn so it should
0: be fun and you know we heard a lot obviously people working on the people working on the heat or working on steering rack stuff um, do you feel like everything that there were issues can be corrected by february
7: i really don't know honestly uh bob to answer the question uh, i hope so um but you know i tested the uh this car back back at the beginning of the year, February or January, something like that at Charlotte. And we did the Roval and we did the Oval test. So I think the Oval is going to be the big challenge. Uh, you know, the Roval, the steering issues were very minimal. Um, no. I know I heard some other guys were having some issues. We got ours well, pretty good, but I think the Oval is going to be the real challenge. So um, not real sure on that yet. Uh, as far as the heat goes, I still think, you know, we, we got work to do and I don't know, uh, what else they have planned to figure it out. But we have some more testing coming up and um, the challenge is gonna be, it's not really gonna be hot again, um, you know, until we're racing that car next summer. So it's kind of hard to gauge where it's at right now. You know, uh, 70 degrees in Charlotte in the last few days, 75 degrees, it was pretty cool outside and, and it was still very hot. So uh, definitely think it's worth to be there. Yes,
0: right, thanks. We're
10: gonna take our next one from Claire B. Lang. Go
0: ahead, Claire. Thank you. Martin, you have five top five finishes and 17 top tens in 31 career starts at Texas. No reason why you can't go there and dominate or get a win, right? Talk about how you think about heading into Texas this weekend.
7: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. You know, um, we didn't run that well in the all-star race this year, but, you know, all-star race is always kind of a kind of shot in the dark kind of deal. Uh, but, you know, last fall we ran second Texas, and hopefully we can use some of that uh, that we learned. But, uh, you know, in general, I always look forward to going out there. It's, it's been uh, one of those tracks that we haven't been able to win on yet, which is kind of frustrating. Um, we've been so close so many times. So hopefully uh will be uh, no better time to win than now. So excited to go out and see what we can do.
0: I mean, you go week after week and just do your best. That's Martin Truex Jr. You don't get too shook up over it. But the round of eight starts, you're solidly – you know, advancing into the round of eight. So how do you look at the round of eight now starting?
7: Well, I mean, it's, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a fun time of year. Obviously, uh, a lot of a lot of challenges, um, you know, the round of eight is really as tough as it gets. So we got to be on it the next three weeks. But it's, um, you know, it's really fun to be able to be in this position and have, you know, potentially another shot at a championship. Uh, you know, that's why we do this and that's why, you know, our teams all work so hard and you know, fortunate to uh, to have had a really good year so far, and um, hopefully we keep it going. And, you know, that's really, you know, kind of how I look at it. Um, take it one race at a time, and, you know, I know we can get it done. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, executing and, and bringing fast cars to the track.
0: Well, good luck at Texas, man. Thank you. Appreciate it.
10: Thanks.
5: Yep. Thanks, Claire.
0: Yeah.
10: All right. We'll take our next question from Stephen Hawkins. Go ahead, Stephen.
5: Hey, Martin, I'm about 15 minutes from TMS. We're getting the rain out of the way today and tomorrow, so we won't have any midweek finishes next week. So Great. That, that'll be good. Hey, um, one thing, I know the schedule is a schedule, but this year Texas, since it got the fall race, has always been the eighth of the last ten races. It's always been the middle race of the round of eight. How different is it? You have to change your mindset knowing that it's a little different this year, that Texas, there's two more chances and not one after you leave here.
7: I don't think so. I mean, I think uh... – you know, all three races are equally as important, so it really doesn't matter, um, you know, where they lie. Uh, you know, obviously the, the ultimate way to go about this is just go win the first one, but, you know, there's a lot of guys with that in mind as well. So uh, I, I think for us, you know, all three tracks in the playoffs coming up are, uh, you know, pretty good ones and, you know, pretty stress-free really other than, uh, you know, just trying to show up and get the job done, see what happens.
5: What, what do you – do you try to forget or what do you recall from that miserable uh, fall last week or, or last year here where we just had to keep waiting through the rain, we're thinking through the rain, and then you come up so close to getting that win and your teammate wins it?
7: Yeah, it was uh, – I remember being very bored uh, for a couple of days. Sitting, a lot of TV in the motorhome, that's about all I remember. But, um, yeah, the race, I mean, the race went really well. We were really strong and, you know, we were really one lap away from uh, – from I think the 18 running out of gas and us, uh, you know, closing in for the win. So it was definitely close, pretty good, but it's not what we're after. So try to win it this year,
5: hopefully. Well, the weather will be better. So hopefully the result will be as well for you. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you.
10: All right. We're going to take our next question from Chris Osborne. Go ahead, Chris.
8: Hey, Martin, Chris Osborne, Sports Culture Media. I have a
11: couple of questions real quick. Has there been any talk about NASCAR using different style tires in the next few tests, or has it always been one tire type for all the tests?
7: Uh, So it's it's track specific. So depending on what track we're at, uh, you know, they'll try to pick the proper tire for there. So for instance, um, you know, when we go to, let's say Phoenix, after the season and test the the next gen car, it'll be different tires than we raced yesterday. So uh, every track, uh, has not every track, but there's specific tires, and they have you know a handful of different options. I'm um, sure ready right now to test. Um, and usually, when we go do a tire test, they will have five, six, seven different options to try to pick the right one for that racetrack.
11: Gotcha, appreciate it. Then my next question: that track we see behind you, do you ever let anyone beat you on that track? Uh,
7: currently, I'm not the fastest guy here, but I've only ran a few laps, and uh, a lot of a lot of 140 pound kids out here that race here once a week. So they got a big advantage on me. I'm, uh, I'm I, I need the heavyweight class.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Martin. <laughs>
7: yeah.
10: All right. We're going to take our next question. Go ahead, Kyle. Hey Martin. So uh, when, uh,
5: you had the incident with Joey hand, and I heard an interesting su- suggestion on the door
7: pumper clear podcast about You know NASCAR limiting first-time drivers in the playoffs to prevent from happening what happened with you. I'm just curious your thoughts on that because you know a driver that's not experienced in NASCAR almost cost you from advancing in the playoffs. Glad that that it didn't work out that way. Um, And you know had a good conversation with Joey. He was out there testing uh, the Roval as well, so had a good conversation with him and uh, obviously a you know very talented and accomplished uh, road racer, but. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're going to make your first Cup start, uh, it probably should be in the playoffs. You know, um, I would, I would somewhat agree with that. But at the same time, it's, you know, it's really hard to, hard to make up rules like that. So you know, I don't know. I mean, I think if somebody's qualified, then they should probably be able to race anytime they want. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot on the line in the playoffs. So I mean, I think it'd probably be best to. You know, no new guys in the playoffs, but uh, I don't see that happening. Very good. Thanks, Martin. Yep,
0: no problem.
10: All right, we're going to take our next Lee Spencer. Go ahead, Lee.
0: Thank you. Thanks for joining us. It looks like you have something fun going on in the background. Can you tell us what yeah. you're up to? Uh,
7: yeah, we're we're having uh, the Karting Against Cancer event tonight at Go- GoPro Motorplex. Uh, I think it's about the fifth or so year we've done this. Um, it's to benefit the Mark Truex Jr. Foundation, so – uh, getting in some practice right now. I think uh, practice goes till about five thirty, and then we'll line them up. And we have, I think, we have twenty-one teams this year. So excited to have a fun night and uh, you know raise some money for the foundation.
0: What what specifically you know uh, you donate money and and your philanthropic activities have been well documented. We talked a little bit about the opening of the you know children's um, center that you the pediatric center you just opened in Huntersville, but you know how specific can you get as far as what the money you raise goes to? Uh,
7: it's really hard to get specific because um, you know we have a lot of uh, a lot of things that we're committed to uh, to funding um, you know and so most of these events that we have we're not sure exactly where it's going to go to um, or we can't say it could go to a few different things, so really hard to kind of just, um, you know, say that X is going here and this is going there because we have so many commitments that we're signed up for that we need to raise money for. Well, uh,
0: let, let me maybe rephrase, or let me go at it from a different direction. Just can you talk about um, the satisfaction you get for seeing your these activities and seeing the foundation, um, you know?
7: Lost, yeah.
0: I think can you, can you talk about the satisfaction you gain for you know holding these events and, and you know having the philanthropic arm of of the charity go to so many different directions?
7: Yeah, I mean it's you know it's um, really uh, pretty you know just, it's just incredible to be able to do what we've been able to do, and and obviously Sherry know, and Jill and Lisa. And, you know, all of our board members, of the foundation, everybody's been, uh, you know, we've all been kind of humble and really lucky to get to do this and, and to have the support we've had. So, um,
0: I mean, I, I don't even know how to explain
7: what it what it means to be able to open, you know, these departments and hospitals and to see series Integrative Clinic in Charlotte. You know, the, the amount of good that that's doing for people and, you um, yeah, really, I mean, it's it's uh, it's something that we really never dreamed to be able to do. So i uh, very lucky to get to do it, and, uh, you know, definitely something we're going to do for a long time.
0: Appreciate your time and your effort, Martin. Absolutely.
7: Thank you, Lee.
10: All right. We're going to take two more questions here for Martin. Uh, the next one will come from Rob Youngstein. Go ahead, Rob.
4: Hey there, Martin. Good to see you here. Got a couple of questions. My first question for you would be, when I was going to the racetrack track at, on Sunday, I know there are a lot of new fans reading you on a lot of families too. So what is your thoughts on youth race fans, cheering your efforts in, in NASCAR?
7: Oh, it's awesome. I mean, I uh, love seeing 19 here at the racetrack and uh, meeting new fans and, you know, obviously, uh, you know, after last year and not having people around it, it's kind of, uh, you know, renewed the appreciation, so to speak, for, uh, for having those guys around and, and to feel their energy and, um you know see their excitement for what we do so uh, it definitely fuels us um you know to be better and, and to uh you know hopefully win races for our fans uh we know that's what they want that's what they love to see so uh, just excited to you know have everybody back at the racetrack here the last uh you know few months or whatever most of the season but um definitely love seeing the 19 uh, support at the racetrack and, and everywhere we go
0: for sure my last question for you d you know,
4: you've been very successful as a NASCAR driver, but how do you deal with your struggles and, and sometimes the failures that you have in your career?
5: Uh, can you
7: repeat the second part of that? I couldn't quite understand it.
4: Oh, no worries. I was saying, how do you handle the stresses and the the, the struggles you may have in your career?
7: Well, I mean, you know, you kind of just learn to deal with it and fight through them. I mean, I've had, uh, you know, pretty – pretty up and down career if you look at you know look, look back through the years you know the last I guess the last five years have really been uh you know kind of the highlight but you know, definitely went through a lot of struggles to get to where I'm at and this makes you uh learn and appreciate the things you have and the people that stand behind you but um you know the fans as well so um you know, for me I just always uh you know believed in the dream that I had to be a champion and, and was able to accomplish that um, which is awesome uh, but, you know, this is sort of tough, and there's still challenges. you're still always learning, you're still always being challenged to be better. Um, and I enjoy that part of it. So uh, sometimes the struggles are, are some really good fuel for getting uh, for better.
6: Thanks, Martin. Good luck this weekend. Thank you.
10: All right, and we'll take our final question for Martin from Adam Carabine. Go ahead, Adam.
6: Hey, Martin, thanks for your time today.
1: Um, sure. Having won at Martinsville and Phoenix earlier this year, how much confidence does that give you in pursuing another championship?
7: Yeah, I mean, it definitely gives you confidence, but, um, you know, there's no guarantee. Every every race is just a new race, and, you know, whether you've won at that track the previous time or not, there's still going to be, uh, you know, challenges and things that you need to work on. So um, it's always good to go to places you've had success, but, um, you know, I think for us, not uh, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. We know that the next two weeks are really important, and you know you can't put all your eggs in one basket and think you can go to, just go to Martinsville and back up what we did in the spring. Uh, so working hard and hopefully uh, you know kick off the, the playoff this round of the playoffs strong this weekend
1: in Texas. Awesome. Good luck this weekend. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it.
10: All right, Martin. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we wish you the best of luck this weekend as well as um, this evening with your event. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And to all of the media, thank you guys for joining us. Um, We will have the audio and video posted on askarmedia.com shortly. Um, And if you have any questions, as always, feel free to reach out. Thanks.